welcome to this BGSM podcast. My name is Stefan Griffin, I'm a junior doctor in London and a member of the BGSM editorial team. Today I'm thrilled to be joined by someone outside of the medical profession, Elaine Wiley, MBE, a former head teacher in Stirling, Scotland, who launched the Daily Mile initiative. She'll be speaking at the BASM conference in Glasgow on the 21st of November, but in advance of that, we thought we'd just get a few sneaky glimpses into what she'll be discussing. Elaine, thank you so much for joining us on the BGSM podcast. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, For those outside of the UK who might not have heard from the Daily Mile, um, what exactly is it and how did it come about? The Daily Mile started in 2012 in February when an elderly volunteer, aged 80, from another era, uh, when children were fit and slim and so on, he volunteered at the school where I was head teacher and he said to me that the children were not fit. And this, on the one hand, I knew that, you know, this was an issue generally. On the other, we were a very good sporty school, had been for a long time. So I checked in with the PE teacher who taught in five schools and I asked her if the children were not fit. And she said, the fit ones are fit and the rest are really not fit. And most of them are exhausted by the warm up in PE. So I was head teacher, but I was covering a class that afternoon of of 10 year olds. So I took them out. It was a reasonable February day to do their PE warm up uh, by running around the field outside. And it's just an ordinary sized football field. And uh, most of them couldn't do it. And they were doubled up with a stitch, exhausted by halfway. So we, I'd often thought, can children not just, can we not just take them out, let them run around, get them fit? And so we had a sit down, the teacher, myself, the children, and critically, the children took ownership. of, And, and they told me that they didn't think they'd done very well. And so it was decided randomly, what about 15 minutes every day? Out you go, run, jog, walk, build up your fitness and see how it goes. And within, I mean, we could see within a couple of weeks the impact, but within a month, the Daily Mile had become what it is today. Since I'm up at St Ninian's Primary School, it's spread a fair bit wider. Um, How far has it gone and how do you think it's gained so much traction? It's now in 68 countries nearly 10,000 schools actually we've probably exceeded 10,000 now and um, around 2 million children daily which is four times to the moon and back each day um, 2 million miles so 2 million children and it's called the daily mile because in the 15 minutes that they do children average a mile or more Um, and I think that it has gained so much traction because of its sustainability and I think it's sustainable because it works for schools and nurseries so it's free um no staff training it's it's really easy to implement in the in the curriculum no kit um so no body image issues no kit issues and so on um and it's just 15 minutes and very it's a very slick 15 minutes so um straight outside jog jog run run um, and then straight back into the classroom with the minimum of fuss and straight back to work. And that kind of golden half hour when the children are, you know, st- their brain is still um, enjoying the effects of the exercise, you know, they, they, they're very learning ready. So I think there are a lot of wins for schools, behaviour, focus, happiness, um, but also parents like it, always a big deal for schools. Um, so I, I think probably it's simplicity. In one word, it's simple.
Brilliant. And you've touched on a few really important things there, I think. And as you know, from someone from a healthcare background, such as myself, physical inactivity, getting especially children more active is a worldwide priority, whether that's the World Health Organization saying that to support and exercise medicine societies like BASM. Um, you've sort of mentioned why you think it's, it's, it's gained traction, why you think it's made such an impact. What tips would you have for clinicians or public health researchers uh, one of the things which I should have mentioned, which I usually say, first of all, is that it's fun. And that's absolutely critical. And so the Sport England huge survey, what, make, what will make you as a child take part in physical activity? It's fun. So it has to belong to the children. It has to be fun. And so what I would say is, if you're going to do nothing else, implement the Daily Mile. Keep it simple. And, and you know, there are little things you can do to refresh it that are child-pleasing and so on. But essentially children out in the fresh air with their friends having fun is, is the sort of key thing um, the most common barrier and it's it's not that common is nowhere to run and occasionally a school will have no playground at all you can use a, a small playground the children can't run in mud that's a disaster parents really hate that you know they go home with mud all up their backs it's a disaster so they need somewhere uh, a hard surface to run and if it can't be done on site then occasionally schools will do off-site nearby but there's a different risk assessment for that. Um, I think in terms of public health professionals the problem has crept up on us however it's massive and it's now and we don't have time to do whatever it is from you know conjuring up an idea to testing it and 10 years on implement, implementing it you know we have a kind of emergency as you will know also there has to that i come back to that element of simplicity i was we were in vienna for the very delightful launch of the vienna and austrian daily mile recently and senior people there from education and sport and so on were talking to me and on seeing the problem they had devised and this is a common thing let's devise an answer outside the school outside the classroom by committee and they had conjured up a one-hour program of physical activity for schools and it lasted about 10 minutes because schools couldn't implement it you know they just said no this is far too complicated you know if, if you're going to involve resource whether it's staff or or equipment or money or whatever you don't have a big answer to for example the health inequality gap Absolutely. And you've touched really lightly on some of the actual research findings that, that have come out of this. I spent a bit of time on the research part of the Daily Mile website earlier today, and you've got the University of Stirling, you've got Scottish, other Scottish universities over to University of British Columbia in Canada. And what are the main take-home messages for people who might want to know the actual impact uh, that the Daily Mile has had on kids? Um, so the results we've got in are that the daily mile ch children in daily mile schools are fitter they're faster they've more stamina they lose fat excess fat in their skin folds um, so over seven months children with excess fat lost four percent of it which is huge um, and also the mental health benefits the learning readiness the focus and, and behavior there's a very interesting we've just signed off a partnership it's probably not on the website yet with the university of washington and their department of sports medicine and the person who's leading the project is a pediatric um neurosurgeon and 
they are really interested in um, the development of the brain in terms of you know movement equals the right sort of development for children so that's hopefully coming down the line research like that um, but I mean for schools where we want it to happen they're probably less concerned about obesity and, more, and fitness and more concerned about behavior focus and attainment yeah absolutely and what we'll do in the blurb for this podcast as well is that we'll pop a link to the uh, daily mile research page as well so people can look at the um look at the actual original articles themselves um elaine thank you so much for joining us today i know that you'll be speaking at basm uh, on the 21st of november um up in glasgow so look really look forward to hearing you then hopefully some of our listeners will will now be inspired to um, to come along as well to listen to you talk um, it's been really inspiring listening to you and I mean I think you've achieved what some of us in healthcare could only dream of so again thank you so much for, for everything that you've done. It's a pleasure thank you so much I'm looking forward to the conference um, and of course I forgot to make a critical point in the in, it's all free the daily mile is all free and I should have said that you know so um, you know but apart from that I think I've probably said um, enough. <laughs> so, so free, fun and simple, three kind of good, good uh, components or principles to, to live by when it comes to public health. Thanks for joining us on this BGSM podcast. Don't hesitate to get in touch with any feedback via the usual social media channels and have a great physically active day.